another episode of Geo Talk. We got some topics on the table today. Uh, JT, what do we got lined up for today that we want to talk about? So I know the first thing we want to talk about is staying current. You know, we all are going through uh, a lot of issues in, in different situations with this pandemic going on. So, of course, we want to touch uh, bases on that, see how everyone is doing. And we have some other topics as well, but we want to take it step by step. So we'll start off with that one. How's everybody doing this particular pandemic in this situation? Start crazy. What? Start crazy. <laughs> I've been inside for about a month. So um, I had a dream the other day about going hiking outside. And it was nice. Hold on, hold on. You had a dream about going hiking. Yeah, it was really nice. Like I, <laughs> I had, I was, I was walking down. You know, it's kind of like a, it's a wooden path, but it was open. But there are leaves, you know, so it wasn't like caves. It was really hiking. It was flat. It was nice. And I'm pretty sure Manny was in the dream. Oh, and I saw Manny. And I was like, Manny, come on, <laughs> my dog, Manny. And I said, Manny, come on. But he went this way, so I followed him. You know, as every good dog owner should do, no. is to follow your dog no. down the woods in a path a little bit. Oh, okay. Further. You know, you don't sound, it doesn't sound like you were having like a, a dream by outside. It sounds like you were headed to heaven. They would have said, like, No, it was I a dream. Like, like, I went behind the dog. The dog's like, Come on! Come on! Follow me to the light! <laughs> Come on! That's what it sounds like. But it was, a good, it was a good dream. It made me realize that I need a good outdoor experience. I had gone on some walks, but it's just not quite the same either. Sorry to hear that, gentlemen. <laughs> so I am sorry to hear that. So, so, I, so I take it the way you're coping through this situation is just vivid dreams. Sleeping, uh, constantly, just you. sleeping. You. You. you know what? You know what? I have been getting a lot of sleep lately. Seriously. I've been in a whole bunch of sleep lately. I've been going to bed, like, or taking a little naps in between times or whatever. And you know what? I thought... You know, in fact, like yesterday, I went to bed, or I, I took a little nap to like 5 o'clock, all the way to like 9 o'clock, and then I got back into bed at 12, and I slept the whole night through, and I actually slept all the way to like 10 this morning, mm-hmm. so I thought I was going to like, you know, be up, energized, no, no, I need those naps, mm-hmm. I'm blessed, yes. so I'm happy, I mean, this whole COVID situation, I, I can't complain. Yes, I am well rested. I, I don't mind standing on the inside. No, it's nothing out there in the streets for me anyway. Man. I'm good. Well, I can do this for another month. I disagree. Uh, <laughs> I'm ready to get out the house. Like, um, far as far as where I go is like to the grocery store and to my church. But other than that, man, there's nothing else to do. You know, there's only so much work you can do at home. After that, like. And, and there's only so much TV you can watch. I've never, ever thought I would say I'm tired of watching TV. Like, y'all know how many times I go to the movies throughout the week. Like, I miss, I miss, I miss the movies. Like, you know, I miss the movies really, really bad. You know, I have a, you know, I'm having withdrawals from that. But, but I'm, I'm, I'm tired of looking at the TV, man. I'm tired of Netflix. <laughs> well, the good news is. Not from Mississippi, but Texas. You know, we're the first state that's going to be lifting, um, uh, lifting the shutdown. I'm not sure when, but they said on the radio that we were going to be lifting the shutdown. I'm not sure, like, what the business and stuff are going to do, but right, I think I think everything's going to start opening back up. But yeah, if you want to go to the movies? You can always drive what eight hours. <laughs> eight hours. Go to the movies for about a two-hour movie. But yeah. here's the thing. Let's talk about that because. Like, how are we going to open stuff up 
and we don't even have proper testing. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just feel like, man, we're going to open everything back up and it's going to be just like it was two, a month ago, you know, or two months ago. That's a good point. Like, there's no, there's no vaccine. There's nothing. So they're just like, hey, you know, you guys have been in the house for so long. Uh, the so economy's dipping a little bit. Let's get y'all back out there, start spinning. If a couple of you, if a couple, of, uh, a little bit of y'all die, it's okay. Yeah, basically, basically they've already done the numbers, and they said that you know the mortality rate from my, help me if I'm misquoting this, but they said the mortality rate if uh you know they were to open everything back up looks like about one to two percent, maybe like one to three percent of people in 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 uh in aggregate, right? So they're willing sacrifice uh, to take that risk in order for everybody else to get back to reality. That's what it is. And so, you know, I think uh, I think it was Dr. Oz who said it. He said that uh, that the best place to start is to get the kids back. Wow. <laughs> and Whoa. what? <laughs> I was like, are we sacrificing? But first off, but first off, like, but, but then you got to look at it this way, though. That's coming from somebody who doesn't even have kids that's in school. You know what I'm saying? Like, what about the folks that actually have kids, man? I wouldn't send my kids to school right now. J- JT, what would you so, do? So, I, so, so, I'm glad y'all brought that up. So, yesterday, I was listening to the radio, and uh, they took a poll, and around about 71% said when they lift up, you know, the um, when they lift everything up, and it's supposed to go back to normal, 71% said, nah, we're going to stay inside and let y'all take care of it. At least we Talking to my pastor today after church, and uh, I was talking to him. I was like, Man, so uh, if they open up the um, open it up for church for us to have service again with the congregation, like, are we gonna do it? And he was like, He's like, Man, I'm real hesitant on that. And I told him straight up, I said, I'm gonna be honest. I said, I, I said, Let's give it about two months and see what happens. <laughs> that was cold for it. Let's see if everybody else are able to survive before we decide to open the doors. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, it, it's it's not going to end the way that they, or it's not going to come turn out the way that they say it's going to. I, I think it's going to get a whole lot worse as soon as they lift it up. A whole lot worse. I'm tell you what, if you know they lift it and then it gets a whole lot worse, that's really going to make it nice and bad. But not even just that, like that's going to create so much uh, fear after the fact that I, I doubt we will ever get back to normal after that. Because think about it. If they lift it and then everybody go back to normal and then COVID just like, you know, it, it hit another strand, another strand come out from it and then it gets even worse, no one's going to ever want to go back to work. I mean, we're going to be social distancing for forever at that point. So, you know, you can't, you're going to scare everybody. Like, you can't, you can't go back to normal so quick. We need to give it some time. But man, it's going I don't so, know. So, let's, let's say they decide, okay, they say tomorrow. Like, hey, we're gonna open everything back up. What's the first thing people gonna do tomorrow? Like, where are they going? Probably restaurants. <laughs> 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 I think that should be like the last place you wanna go. You know, like you wanna run to a restaurant because let's be honest, man, ain't nobody really been doing anything but sleeping and eating and watching TV. I'm gonna tell you what's gonna really take a hit. 
movie theater. Because I ain't going to be nowhere near everybody else in that close proximity in a well, movie theater. Like, and he supposed to be in there coughing and stuff. You in the same room, no. Well, come, come from somebody who goes to the movies multiple times throughout the week. Uh, when I go, I'm usually like the only person in there, me and like two old couples. So... Yeah, but that's that's an enormous situation where people have the ability to go to the movie. Exactly. Now, yeah, it ain't gonna. I don't think they're gonna find them. Like I said, 71% said they're gonna let let everybody else go out. Let y'all try it out first. Man, that's the best way to do it, man. That's the best way to do it. I look at it like this, man. If if, if I'm working for a company that that we've been working from home for these past couple months, um, I'm gonna be honest. I would. I don't know why the companies wouldn't just allow their employees to continue working from home for the rest of the year. You know, if, if, if productivity is the same or better than it was when they was going to the office, and I'm able to communicate with my team via Zoom or any type of uh, conference call, then I'm. I'll be like, man, look, y'all stay at home. You know what I'm saying? Stay safe and just work from home. You need me, call me, and we'll go from there. But at the same time, the question gonna be is like, uh, are the employees gonna actually keep up, like maintain their work status if they decide to go that route? Because if they if they if they at home if they at home slacking and ain't putting in the work, then they are gonna be like, hey, y'all gotta come on back into the office. We don't care about no COVID nineteen. Y'all gotta get back around here. Well, I, I, I'm not sure they they would though. And the reason why I say that is because I mean. We've been we basically isolated for about a month, a little bit over right. a month. So that gave them a month to, to build another habit of working at home and being more productive. And now, the, if they do decide to let their kids go back to school, the kids are not at home to distract them. Hmm. So if anything, they should get the work done a little bit faster than what they typically did while the kids were home. Because yeah. now they don't have to take that make sure they're done. Well, I mean, but it, with, but with, but I mean, a lot of the kids really been at home doing, you know, they still in class. So, not real class though. Well, it depends. It depends. Like, as far as public, like I know with Rankin County, they already established that every. They said they sent out an email saying that uh, the work that the students do now from this point on will not impact their grade in a negative way. It will only build it up. I heard kids will automatically go into the next grade. <laughs> it's just, I think they should. Well, they might as well let them I need to know. They didn't say that. They didn't say that. On Twitter. And I was like, so we just automatically pass the students? He was like, yeah, that's the gist of it. So I'm like, okay, so these kids were failing in school, right? You got lucky. Like, they let you go on to the next grade. You got lucky, buddy. Well, you, you also got to think about those third graders who had to take the end of the year test. And that ain't got to take it. So, I mean, they, they, get, they skipped out on that. Uh, like for instance, I know a lot of school districts are instead of they're waiving fees as far as like student fees and stuff like that. Not all of them, but I know a lot of them are waiving like the the computer fees and stuff like that. Cause like there's really no, you know, the, the students don't have any incentive to try to pay because I I know typically it was like, hey, if you don't pay this, you're not going to walk, or you won't you'll graduate, but you ain't going to walk. But now it's like we're not going to walk anywhere. So <laughs> exactly. None of the work being done right now can count toward uh, anything right now, anyway. Yeah, because they're only redoing stuff they already know. 
Like they're not. The thing is, and again, when the schools do open, reopen back up, is um, I mean, since this is a national thing, even if the kids are in third grade now, even if they do advance to fourth grade, fourth grade not going to start where fourth grade usually starts because of the just like just just like doing the they call it the teachers call it the summer slump or something like that where the kids pretty much forget some things during during the time where they're out so it kind of starts back up where they have to kind of catch the kids back up um on kind of where they left off so now nationally the whole country gonna have to do it to a certain extent where it's more um they're gonna have to rewind a little farther back but of course, but of course, that's only public though, because private school. I know people whose uh, kids are in private, and they still got essays and stuff to do, like huge essays, still writing papers, still research. And, you know, and charter schools as well. So it's just a man. That's, I'm just gonna go and say it. Like the COVID babies that come out when they graduate, we're gonna go ahead and just put a mark on their ass. They may not be. <laughs> <laughs> So 
what I was asking was, do you think from this point on, people are going to be more isolated than what they previously were, as far as keeping to themselves because of this, because of this, uh, uh man, I think so. Cause I'm not, I'm not gonna shake hands like I was so, like I used to. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm a little bit man. Though. I think that uh. I think if we can come out of this, if we can come out of this before the summer, I think everybody will bounce back. But if it goes on to the end of the year, man, ain't nobody finna try to get close to nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, can you imagine trying to meet somebody new? Like trying to date? <laughs> you really gotta, you really gotta have some trust and faith to know that this person, <laughs> this person that's about to pass you in the six feet, head, You know. Y'all, y'all, to go to another place and apply and all this other stuff. 
Whereas now you have a large quantity of companies that's just closing down or firing people and stuff like this. So your opportunity to get hired is not as great. You see what I'm saying? And then you're seeing a lot of other companies who are really sticking their nets out trying to help these employees. So it's like, will you continue to put money into that company or, or, or a set of these companies knowing that, hey, they they don't really care as much as these other companies that are really sticking their neck out trying to help well, their money I'm going to say this. Uh, I think it's a little bit of both of they don't care and also it's just the fact that, like Jarrell said, it's business. Uh, they, can't, they can't afford to keep all these people when they're not bringing in the revenue um my thing is at the end of the day man uh people have to be self-reliant you have to be able to rely on yourself and by doing that you have to create opportunity you need to have uh multiple streams of income um you have i think that in this season right now it's forcing a lot of people to have a more creative mindset versus just uh going with the flow like you know, you got to you got to figure out. Okay, how can I make money? How what is what is my passion? What do I enjoy doing that I can see myself doing on a daily basis? And how can I make money doing it? And I think that's what a lot of people have to get to, because if you rely on somebody else as your source of income, guess what's gonna happen? They gonna fail you one day. It might not be today. It might not be tomorrow. It might be might not be five years from now. But guess what? They gonna fail you at some point. So you might as well go ahead and set yourself up to be able to take care of yourself. Yeah, and then also, you know, even if you, if even 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 if you aren't like the entrepreneur type, right? So you realize that you know, you know, you got some people out there who don't mind. They got a passion to do something. And so they can find ways to make money, but then you also have people who have no interest in doing it. They rather somebody tell them what to do, they do it, they get paid, right. they go home and sit down. Right? Some people are like that. Right? So if you are you find yourself in that situation, you know that's not you and you know, you know you're not the entrepreneur type, then you have to find a way to the money that you make, you gotta find a way to take that money and do something positive with it in order for you to make money, right? And I think people need to get to that point. Like, you got a lot of people who, like, don't save money. You got people who just spend everything they got. You know, they don't have a backup plan. Like Riddell said, they don't have a backup plan. And that's going to bite you in the butt. Because, like like you said, when, you, when the economy goes to crap and then you don't have anything uh, to back to back up your income, then you're going to be in trouble. So, you know, I say all right to say, you don't have to be an entrepreneur in order to to take care of yourself. You can be an, an employee and still be fine, but you have Correct. to do it the right Correct. way. Man, uh, saving is key, man. And it, and, it, and it just goes back to those key concepts that we talk about all the time, man. Saving, having it on, setting up an emergency fund, you know, um, putting back putting back uh, three to six months worth of income. You know what I'm saying? Think about it, man. If you got three to six months worth of income stashed up right now, you you okay. You're okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're okay. Yeah, you take care of yourself. You know, I, I, I think, now, it might not be a large, you know, group of people who feel this way, but I do think there are going to be those coming out of the situation thinking like, you know what, they aren't entrepreneurs, but have that mindset like you were saying. Um, because they're going to realize, like, crap, you know, I lost my job. I, I got a house full of all, I got a house full of crap that I can't mm-hmm. use, you know what I'm saying, to help benefit us. So now, with that being said, after they come out of it, they're like, you know what? They're going to learn to do, they're going to learn to better make choices as far as, like, what they actually need versus what they want. Yeah. Now, yeah. I 
think I'm like you. I do think it's some positive gonna come out of it. You know, uh, anytime anything catastrophic happened in history, there's something great that comes out of it that helps that helps the world out. You know what I mean? Um, I, I'm interested to see what it is. I hadn't seen it yet. We'll see. We'll see. Everybody got that. Well, most people who made under what nine nine thousand got that old stimulus check. Um, I'm interested to see, you know, uh, what they spend it on, what they spent it on. I, I don't know, but hopefully they either, you know, put it there if they paid some, some debts off or, you know, took the money and tried to do something with it, like try to invest in some or, you know, I don't know. We'll see. But I'm interested yeah. to see. Shoot, I know. As soon as we got that thing, we added some more money to the emergency fund and to the pretty six month savings. And then to, uh, uh, we got some stuff that we need to get fixed with the cars. Man, I, I know for me, I was saying that, you know, if, when I get mine, I was going to um, buy some stock. I going to buy some stock with it. You know, I mean, it's, it's nice it's nice to get, but I mean, sure, I'm going to put it to some use. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna try to flip it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, look, you—you you were talking about donating your uh, stimulus check. You gonna donate it? Donate stop. You gonna donate it to some company? Donate that thing, man. <laughs> sure. No, donate that thing. Huh? So how do y'all? How do y'all? How do y'all feel about the response or the comment that was stated that um, you know the impact that this particular? Um, I think I think that uh, I'm be honest. I really felt like it was unimportant. Like, like why are you why? What's the point of saying that it's only it's mainly affecting the the African American community? And to be honest, it, it's 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 affecting lower income African American communities, and it's mainly because they have they don't have the uh, the access to um, to medical to um, healthcare like the rest of you know like the other parts of America and uh, and I think that's the reason why a lot of a lot of those communities are being affected the most because you got to think about something else man a lot of black man think about it though a lot of black people man we ain't going to the doctor unless it's like a death so if we got a cold we gonna ride that cold out with some rubber tusks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You better go get some tussing. You know, we're gonna ride it out. And we we're we're not going to the hospital. We're not going to the hospital until it gets to the point we can't breathe. And usually around that time with COVID nineteen, it's That's too late. To you know what I'm saying? It's too late. Like you're gone. You're finna go. But uh I that's why I think it's going on with the black community. Let me ask you this thing. Um, because I know that in our community, we typically have, you know, the issues that you have with blood pressure and uh, diabetes and stuff like that, maybe glaucoma or whatnot. Uh, do you feel like after this, especially knowing that overall, not just in our community, but overall, if you have pre-existing issues, you you can easily you can get it a little bit uh, faster than someone else. Do you feel like people are going to take a step and make sure that they're actually in good health from this point on? You know what I'm saying? Like instead of uh, eating all this crap. Let me, let me. Not even that. Instead of uh, me eating all this crap, let me 
change my diet, let me exercise more and get my health back to where it needs man, to be. Some people, some, no. people, some people will, man. Some people will, but man, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. Some people are, are gonna come out of this changed. They're gonna change their lifestyle, their habits, and so forth. And then you're gonna have a large majority of people that are gonna come back, come out of it, and they're gonna continue living the same life that they were living before. Like, that's just people, you know? Yeah. So, some are gonna change, some yeah. aren't. I agree. You know? Yeah, I agree. I think some people, like you said, they'll look at it and they'll say, you know what? Yep. I need to do better, right? And then some people will look at it and be like, uh, we already knew this, right? Because you already know. Like, like I'm telling you, man, there's some people out there that keep it like, hey, like you need to lose like 100, 150 pounds. And then they'll like, okay, doctor, I will. And doctor be like, well, listen. If you don't, if you don't lose it, like you, it's gonna bring a lot of different, you know, difficulties. You know, you might have some heart issues and and all kind of issues. Like, okay, I'm gonna lose 100, 150 pounds, and then when you know Thanksgiving and Christmas come around, they're like, man, man. Let me tell you, <laughs> let me let me let me tell you though. I think that I think uh, I think that uh, I think that people who make excuses are gonna be the ones who are gonna come out and be the same. Uh, for example. Like Dredge said, talking about, you know, eating healthier and so forth. Have you ever noticed when you talk to certain people, you say, hey, you, need, you know, doctors be like, hey, you need to eat healthier. You need to eat healthier foods. And their biggest excuse is, well, healthy food is expensive. And I'm just like, so you mean tell me you're not willing to spend the extra amount of money to be able to put healthy things into your body. Something that you that you're going to have for the rest of your life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that you can keep a lot longer and live longer if you put the right things in. So people are gonna be like, well, I can't afford to eat healthy foods. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, cause they're like, I can't, I can't go to the grocery store and eat healthy foods. Then you just be like, well then, if you can't afford it, then why don't you start a small garden? Oh, I'll, oh, I don't want, I don't want hey, You know what I do? Okay then, just go die. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, that's pretty much what that is. I mean, Center, like man, I want to be more uh, self uh, reliant on myself, and I'm like, man, I really want I want I want to do my own garden. You know, I want to grow my own crops. You know, get back to how we grew up. Like when I was growing up, and Drevin, Drevin, tell you, like man, our grandparents had a garden. You know, and every time we went down their house, I don't remember us going out to eat and buying food and. And all that kind of stuff. Everything that we ate down my grandparents' house came out their garden. You know, dude, my grandma, we we couldn't eat unless we helped pick yes. clean it from. Why she tell you right? She like, you ain't eating unless you help them. And you sitting there at that table while everybody's stuffing their face, looking like a fool. She ain't play about that. She said, you can't be no lazy person to expect your mouth to be full. I was like, all right, <laughs> yes, lady. It's true, <laughs> man. Do we have any more topics that we want to talk about today? 
want to know, you know, what do you feel like this is, or how do you feel like this is going to affect social media? Or what are the effects of social media are having right now, especially since now people are consistently on it uh, even more than what they were before? It's not. I wouldn't say it's positive or negative, but it's it's, it's trending. It's trending up. Like I, I see every single time I open up any other platform, there's always somebody posting their TikTok videos. You know, <laughs> you know. So a lot of people are really taking advantage of social media right now. I mean, that's pretty much their only way to be able to reach outside their house. You know. Can y'all imagine going through? Can y'all imagine going through COVID yeah, nineteen in the early two thousands? you appreciate like it it really makes you slow down and really just stop and think like hey uh a lot of the stuff that you really thought were important in your life they're not you know so i think this is a great time where it like really just allowed a lot of people to get back centered on who they are and what's important to them you know Cause I'm gonna be honest, man. When this when this is all over and we're able to go and go like we want to, man, I'm traveling more. I'm enjoying life. I'm not finna be stressing about stuff, and you know what I'm saying? Cause the way we said it with COVID nineteen, man, anything can come through and take it out. I'm hitting the road. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
safe from germs you will never be safe from a disease i mean like even if you know like the the um the scenario about like even going to the movies like even if you go in alone and it's just you in that movie theater somebody was there before you probably won't wipe down correctly so even if you're not around a lot of people if you're in an area where a lot of people has been and it hasn't been properly sanitized i mean this i mean but you you will never be able to control that Ever, unless you just stay in your bubble, stay in your box, and it's gonna drive you crazy. So I said, be careful, but don't be paranoid. Bring some Lysol wipes, some gloves, and a mask. Man, where y'all finding Lysol? Yeah. I haven't seen Lysol in over a month. We stocked up on Lysol prior to this thing even hit. I haven't seen Lysol in a month. <laughs> I found toilet paper, so I'm good. Hand wipes. Hey. Senior citizens to to, uh, to to make the ultimate sacrifice. 
I mean, you already said they they talking about testing with the kids. If they said kids, I, I know they're gonna let the old people die. <laughs> if they let the kids contaminate them, they are not studying for man. They do not care. But I think that's all the time that we have. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and wrap this episode up. Uh, break talk with you guys. Uh, for those of you that listened in, thank you for listening to our podcast. If we said some stuff that was pretty cool, if we said some stuff that didn't, really didn't make any sense, go ahead, go to our website at changegeo.org um, and let us know. Give us some ideas. You can also follow us on IG and you can follow us on Facebook. Jenna, you want to give them those, give them those titles for IG and Facebook? Change underscore change <laughs> change underscore geo L for IG and then Boom, change there it is geo. and we'll catch y'all next time. See you.